me again, isn't it? Your scar. Hogwarts has been chosen to host a legendary event, the Triwizard Tournament. Harry, but whoever did is no friend to you. People die in this tournament. Next time there's a ball, pluck up the courage and ask me before somebody else does. And not as a last resort. Oh my god! I've killed Harry Potter! Hello, folks. This is Rico, and I am with my good friend Kenny from California, or underwater Atlantis, California. <laughs> Hi, Kenny. Hey, guys. How's it going? How's it going? Good. I'm good. I, I'm, I'm not as wet as you are out there, but uh, yeah, we, we're finally back together, the Harry Potter team. Here on Treks and Sci-Fi, we, we were gone for a few months or several months, whatever it's been. <laughs> we got through the first three Harry Potter movie books. Uh, and now today we're going to do Harry Potter and the Goblet of Fire. So, mm -hmm. uh, yeah, welcome to the show again, Kenny. This is great that we're, uh, we're back at Harry Potter. I was just telling Kenny before... Uh, we started to record officially that, uh, you know, I, 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 the best thing about doing these, it gets me back thinking about Harry Potter and all the characters and Hogwarts and, and the fact that I, I miss that universe a lot. <laughs> so mm -hmm. yeah, it, it, you just keep visiting it when you go to the three broomsticks or whatever, right? That's right. <laughs> I have dinner there at least every two weeks I go there for dinner. So I got to figure out, I, I'm trying to figure it out, Kenny, that I, I don't, I explain to me. Is that like in in like the park? Like, do you have to like have a pass to get into the yes. restaurant, or how does that no, work? It, it's, it's do you have some kind of like Noah guy or something? <laughs> <laughs> um, it would help to know a guy, but yes, yeah, it's actually part of the park. So you have to buy a ticket for Universal Studios, and as they have, you know, they have Jurassic Park Land, and they have their you know Simpsons Land. Okay. This is the, the Harry Potter Land. Right. So all of Hogsmeade is there, and within Hogsmeade is the Three Broomstick Restaurant. Okay, so the, so basically, you still have to each time when you go over there, you have to buy a, a, a regular pass or ticket for the whole thing, the whole Harry Potter yes. part, at least. Yeah, you can't you can't just buy to get into Harry Potter. You have to buy for the entire park. Oh, for which the is, whole it's, park. It's reasonable, but I also I go up, I get the pass, so I get a season long pass. So it's a whole year. And it's like three hundred dollars. Oh, okay. And, so now I feel a little bit. Though. Yeah, that's oh, yeah. So, so that's probably. I mean, what does it cost on an individual basis? Like forty or something, maybe? Or uh, no, it's about a hundred and something. Oh, so so with two visits, what did? No, I'm sorry. Two, what did you say? Three three hundred. Yeah, three visits is paid off for me. Oh, okay, okay. Yeah. So yeah. Uh, so yeah, so for three trips, I okay, all right. That yes. yeah. Because I either yeah, had this I, idea I, I, that there was like this little way to go to the restaurant, like without going into the park, or that you got some kind of annual oh, pass. No, they have to they have to make their money, and they have to you know you have to buy a full on ticket. Right. Okay. I got it. Okay. Yeah. All right. Yeah. All right. Well, uh, yeah, I'm hoping to go 
you you haven't been and maybe i don't know if you know do you know if the the one that's in florida is like are they pretty much mirror copies of each other the two I, or yes do you know? i've been to the hogsmeade in florida I oh went, you have uh, yeah i went like three or four years ago okay and they are identical except one of the olivanders is on the left side of hogsmeade on here it's on the right side or oh, vice versa okay. all right it is um but the one in Universal in uh, Florida has the uh, Diagon Alley now. So there's a whole new section. Ah. It's in the other park. So okay. Universal has two parks, Universal Studios and the Islands of Adventure. And Hogsmeade first opened up in the Islands of Adventure. And now they have another park, Diagon Alley, in Universal Studios. And there's a Hogwarts, a Hogwarts Express that goes back and forth from both parks. But you have to have tickets for both parts to be able to do that. Yeah, I heard about that a little bit because, you know, we're yeah. going down. Some of us are going to be down at uh, the uh, Star Wars Celebration in April. I'm so jealous. And, I uh, know. And, uh, well, this will be, you know, <laughs> the one thing that I'm going to. And, you are you know, you go to Comic-Con every year and you're going to what's coming up out there? Emerald City? or, uh, or That's what? in that's up in uh, Portland. I'm going actually to WonderCon. Oh, that's right. WonderCon. I don't yeah. know why I was thinking Emerald City. WonderCon right. at the end of May. Yeah, so I mean, you get, you got, but um, but yeah, so we'll, we're going to be at Celebration, so it's close to Universal in Orlando there, and yeah. you know, we were hoping or thinking, that, you know, our idea was we're all going to kind of be down there, Chris and 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 Joe and I and 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 Jeff actually, Jedi Jeff too, around. I think we're all going to be there Thursday, and I know mm-hmm. the the con opens then, but I I think what we're going to do is is bow out of the con on thursday go to maybe the harry potter thing and then go friday and saturday to the con i think that's what our i think that's what we're thinking of doing at least that's what i'd like to do i'm trying to maximize i'm I'm trying to maximize my uh my stuff while while i get a chance to you know kind of uh and and i i thought well gosh i'm gonna be i mean it's basically right there right so i'm like i i you know I think I can live without the con on the Thursday and just go Friday, Saturday, and I think that'll be fine. So, uh, so yeah, no, it should be good. Well, I haven't gone to Celebration before. I don't know. Have you been to one before? I've been to two, yeah. Oh, you've uh, been to two? Okay. Yeah, both times they've been in L.A. Oh, okay. For yeah. some reason, I, I knew there was at least once it was in L.A. Uh, what, what were the two years it was in L.A.? Do you remember? It was in two, 2004, I think, was the first one. Okay. Was a, was I know there was a recent was, one, right? It, actually, it wasn't 2000. It was it was the fourth one, whichever Comic Con, whichever um, whatever year it was. That the was fourth. in Los Angeles. Okay. Yeah, it was 2009. I can't remember, but yes, you're right. Right before Orlando, the one where it's at now, it was in L.A. Yeah. Like last year or the year before. Right. Yeah. 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 Okay. Yeah. But um, but anyway, so the you know that's the Harry Potter connection. We're gonna maybe try to go to go to um, you know the Wizardly World thing out there, and uh, which will be fun. I. Uh, I, you know, I, I, I think it'd be, you know, that it's obviously something that, that just pretty much lends itself to having like a little park like they did for it. Right. I mean, it's got yeah. all the, it's just perfect really for it. I mean, they, uh, it, you know, it's, um, so, um, so anyway, Harry Potter and the Goblet of Fire, what we're going to talk about, but, um, I think, um, I think we were talking earlier about the, uh, the audio books and the books of these. I know we'll go through that as we talk about it a little bit, but I, I was just mentioning that I've been reading or listening to, I guess, more books on audio than than I'm reading mm-hmm. them. And I, uh, and you were talking about how you you listen to the the audio Harry Potter books every year. You go I through the them. go yeah. through the series, and yep. you know that. So I'm I'm 
did they is is the the last book that that was split into two books and two movies or was it split into two books am i not remembering no it's it's just one book it's one book that's right it's just it's two, movie, book, two, two movies two movies for it, yeah. but one huge long book right yeah so i'm assuming yeah. that's one huge long audio book too right yes yeah yep okay yeah all right yep. but um but the um you know that that's it, it's interesting you know when these books were coming out i can still remember that you know each time especially with the first once we got to like the goblet of fire they just uh, they kept getting bigger in size, right? The book, the book. <laughs> <Yes>. <laughs> it yep. was like that little book and then a little bigger book and, and then, you know, and then a little bigger. And then now the Goblet of Fire was like slam, you know, it's like I can Double remember. Size. Yeah. Or yeah. I can remember when that book came and I'm like, oh my gosh, it's like, you know, I'm, I don't know if it's twice as long as the previous book, but it's a lot, a lot longer than the previous books. It's, I think it's double. Yeah. I yeah. Think about, in, in the notes I have, it's almost double the size of the previous books. And I think is it, I want to say it's maybe except for the, the last book, except for Deathly Hollows, I think it's the biggest one be, besides that, I think. Is um, it, is, that's it, a possibility. I haven't, yeah, I, think it, I, have, I think it's I mean, bigger than Half Blood Prince. Notes, but yeah. but any, anyway, um, but, um, but yeah, I think this is you know I, I I you know I like all the books, all the movies. I, I but this one's got some really fun stuff in it. And, and oh, it's, I love this book. Yeah, the book. Yeah, and the, what's in the movie? What's Go ahead. About, yeah, what's great about this one is though is that this is where I actually became a Harry Potter fan during the release of this one because oh, the movie, okay. the first movie came out before this book came out. The other three books were already out when the first ah, movie came out. Okay, all right. And then I saw the movie, fell in love with Harry Potter, went back and read. You know, books one, two, and three. Ah, so and this is uh, this is sort of a key one then for you. Okay. Yes, this is the one that I actually stood in line, went to a party at night, you know, a midnight for party. The book, for the for book. For the book release. Yeah. But I was lucky because I didn't have to wait three years like everybody else. I only had to wait a year before this <laughs> book came out. Well, once so. you once you were into the uh, yeah, once you were into the universe. And, uh, yeah, I, I think I was reading the books cause I had little, my, my kids were a good age at this time. Mm-hmm. And, and I think we were reading the books prior to the first movie. You know, we, I, yeah. I, I'm, I'm trying to think of, I, I think we started to read even the, the, I think the first book maybe around the time the second, it was getting a lot of like people were talking about it. And the second book came out somewhere in there pretty early on, but definitely before the first movie came out. We were yeah. we were into it and uh, but yeah it's um, yeah that that's interesting that it's the, yeah this this is the uh, the start of it for you and yeah this and, is where it all began with books yeah yeah so I I, th- I think um, I think what we've done before Kenny getting back into this doing this again is maybe go over give kind of a, a, a general synopsis we don't have to go into huge detail I don't think but. To kind of the people that are listening, I'm sure you know, well, we'll already, we'll say it right now. I don't know why we need to maybe, but um, since the book and the movie has been out for quite a while, well, relatively, uh, but we're going to talk ob- obviously a lot about the book, the movie details. So if you, if you are somebody who's, you know, never read the book or, or never yeah. watched the movie, you've been warned, spoiler warning, I guess, <laughs> I, I guess we feel like we should always, yeah, you know, but that's, but, that's, you know, this book came out 17 years ago. Yeah, yeah, so and the, mo- almost, the movie is twelve, like two thousand and five, I think two thousand and five, right? Yeah, fall of two thousand and five. Uh, yeah, so I think that's what not it is. quite twelve, you yeah. know, a little, but um, but yeah, a while back. So yeah, uh, it's been a while. So yeah. I mean, you can't really be spoiled. 
No, no. I mean, I should be listening to this podcast. We always, I always, you know, sometimes with big things, I try to do that. Oh gosh, Kenny, I used to work with this guy that had never seen the original Wizard of Oz movie, you know? (laughs) Oh my gosh. (laughs) But I think there's a statute of limitations on spoilers, right? (laughs) I mean, these days, my goodness, it's like if there's a movie or a TV show that comes out, you know, on a, on a day, I I think the, the, the statute of limitations is like, 24 hours in some cases, you know, if I mean, that, if you're lucky. especially TV shows are, are really yeah. becoming, um, well, the, the hard thing about TV these days is so many people. And I do, I do this there, there, are, there's not a lot of shows that I watch right as they air. I just, it mm-hmm. just doesn't really work out a lot of times for my schedule. There's a couple yeah. of them that I do. Uh, but, but most of them I'm watching at least a day later, sometimes a week later or more. Yeah. And, yeah, same uh, here. Yeah, so it's it's hard, and especially with shows that have some big things that happen. So, uh, but anyway, uh, yeah. So you guys have been warned, and <laughs> and that's the uh, that's the end of that. So uh, yeah. But the uh, but yeah, this is a you know it's 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 a really really intricate and 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 cool and 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 great book, and you know I I love the movie a lot, and we'll talk about it you know for the for the podcast here, but. Uh, but but there's there's definitely you know quite a bit in the book that yeah. that didn't make it into the movie. Oh yeah. So yeah, did, I, did I, you want to yeah. just talk about? Do you want to sort of go over the story as it more or less unfolds, book wise or or movie wise, or what would you like to do? Give some background on it overall first. Yeah. What well, let's let's you want to talk about? Let's talk about the book first. So how when it was published. And all yeah. That fun yeah. Stuff. Do that. Yeah. Like, you've done that before details, to start. Yeah. yeah go ahead. Go ahead, go Kenny, and. Uh, Give okay. people that background, and, and then we'll get into the, to the movie side and, and talk about some of the uh, things that are a little different between the two cool. and what we what we like the most, and, and, and even if there are things we didn't maybe like as much or something. But, yeah. yeah, yeah, that sounds good. Go for it. All right, well, this is the fourth novel in the Harry Potter series, as Rico has mentioned. Obviously, it's written by J.K. Rowling. Uh, the book was published in the United Kingdom by Bloomsbury and in the United States by Scholastic. Both countries released it on July 8th. Uh, 2000. This is the first time that in the book series that both were published at the same time. So this is the time where you know it's become so popular that they decided to release them. After this, they always got released together in yeah. both countries. Yeah, it would have been time. madness if they didn't. <laughs> yeah, yeah. I think they realized that they've been like eBaying copies to people, right? <laughs> yeah. <You know? laughs> yeah. Um, Goblet of Fire is considerably longer than the first three, as we mentioned. It's almost twice the size. The paperback edition is 630 pages. Uh, Rowling stated that she knew from the beginning that it would be the biggest of the first four. She said there needed to be a proper run-up to the conclusion, and rushing the complex plot could confuse readers. She also stated that everything uh, is on a bigger scale, which is symbolic, as Harry's horizons widened both literally and metaphorically as he grew up. Uh, she also wanted to explore more of the magical world. So yeah, I mean, this book just there's it just goes into so much more details than. Yeah, I think it really fleshes books. stuff out a lot. I think there's a yeah. lot. It seems a lot of things seem much more real and vivid. And, yeah, and they yeah. explore a lot more like around you know Hogwarts and this through yeah. the tournament and all. So yeah, it's it's got. Well, a lot. I mean, it also has you know the the birth of Voldemort, which is huge. Because we know we've heard about him, we kind of seen him in book two, and now yes. we actually now he's, him. he's he's really he's being back. reborn at the yeah. end. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So that, that was a big lead up to that. 
Um, until the official title announcement on June 27th in 2000, the book was called by its working title, which was Harry Potter 4. Uh, previously in April, the publisher had listed it as Harry Potter and the Doomspell Tournament. Thank God they changed the name because that is just not a – that's like a tongue twister. <laughs> it's a, and it sounds kind tournament. of hokey kind of in a way. Yeah. It sounds very, yeah. very like – 1950s movie kind of title, <laughs> Doom Spell. Yeah. The Doom Spell tournament, yeah. However, JK expressed her indecision about the title in an Entertainment Weekly interview. I changed my mind twice on what the title was. The working title had to go out uh, Harry Potter and the Doom Spell tournament. Uh, then I changed Doom Spell to Triwizard Tournament. Then I was teetering between Goblet of Fire and Triwizard Tournament. In the end, I preferred Goblet of Fire because it uh, got that kind of cup of destiny feel about it. I think uh, it sounds more magical, too, really, in a way. I think the Goblet oh, yeah. of Fire, yeah, yeah. you he know. Did, yeah, even, I mean, Harry Potter and the Triwizard Tournament would have been fine. That's what basically the book is about. Yes. But I do like the Goblet of Fire. I'm glad she uh, decided to go with that. Well, this is, I found this, I thought this was interesting. This is actually stuff that they took out of the book. Uh, the Rowling mentioned that she originally had Weasley's relative name, Mathelda, who, according to Rowling, was the daughter of the second cousin, who's a stockbroker mentioned in the Philosopher's Stone. The stockbroker had been very rude to Mr. and Mrs. Weasley in the past, but now he and his mother wife had inconveniently produced a witch. Uh, they came back to the Weasleys asking for their help in introducing her to the Wizarding Society before she uh, starts Hogwarts. Mathilda was supposed to be a Slytherin who was to fill the role of Rita Skeeter subplot but eventually was removed as there were obviously limitations on what an 11-year-old could discover. Rowling considered Rita Skeeter to be much more flexible. Rowling also admitted that the fourth book was the most difficult to write at the time because she noticed a giant plot hole halfway through writing. In particular, uh, Rowling had trouble with the ninth chapter of The Dark Mark, which she rewrote 13 times. So this one sounds like it was a, a bit difficult to write. Yeah, I think she – it's obvious that there's a lot of things that she's setting up here a bit for for the – you know, as she as you just said, for the later books and movies, right? We'll yeah. call them books yeah. really because that's what she's writing. Yes. And, and so there's a lot of information that needs to get kind of put out and, 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 and sort of threads to start, right? Yeah. You know, there are little things and as we go through it more, you know, the movie and, and, and talk about it, you know – there's a lot of things that are introduced in this that that become important, you know, later on and, and, and oh, yeah. part of the whole yeah. thing. So, you know, Definitely. the, the um, yeah, so that's it's a lot. It's a lot to pull together. And, and yeah, I, but you, you know, imagine you imagine getting halfway through the book and then realizing there's a plot hole and then realizing <laughs> you have to go back and try to fill it without really changing a lot. Yeah, yeah. It, it, you and, know, you know, and I remember what I, I can remember reading this book too, and 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 just being really enthralled by it because it's it's not you know all the books, all the movies, they all have a lot of things going on. They have action, they have adventure, they have things, but this because of the tournament aspect of it, you know, this is this is a real you know page turner kind of a thing. Oh yeah, I, I mean they all yeah, kind yeah. of you know are. But this is, I think, a, a much. I mean, it's 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 probably one of the books I think that lends itself the most to to a movie. I mean, they all kind of do, and, and in their own different ways. But I think mm-hmm. I think this one in in particular, 
you know, and, and I, I remember, I think it's in your notes here, and I, I've heard about it before, but I remember when I knew they were going to be doing this into, um, you know, when the movie started, like mm-hmm. we were talking about, I said, boy, I, you know, it's like all I, all I could think about was that's a lot to do in a movie. You know, yes. you know, I, I, I mean, there's, and I think they do, they do a good job getting a little ahead, but I, all I wanted to say is um, they could have easily done what they did with, the um the last one the deathly hollows and t- taking the totally taking the book and uh, of this book and split it into two movies yes but i don't think that was really anyone was really thinking that way at the time and i'm kind of glad think... they didn't in a way yeah really partially well i mean i really i have I'm mixed just... feelings about it i mean i think <laughs> i i just watched it again today and i there's something to be said for doing something different when you have a movie versus a book, right? Mm-hmm. And, and I and I think sometimes I, mean, I, I feel like they did this. It's not a good, really, you know, it's not the greatest comparison. But I, I really kind of felt like The Hobbit, you know, when they turned that into three movies. In three movies, I think two would have been okay. But man, they, it was. And, and there's a lot of neat things in there. But I, I think. I think the energy of the story and like the mm-hmm. tournament here, I think in a in a, in a two movie cycle, I, I think I think they would have lost some of the. I, I mean, if anything, I, I I wish the movie, the single movie they made, just had been just a little bit longer because I feel like it goes boom boom boom, right? Mm-hmm. Here here's this, here's this, uh, and here you know here's the next part of the tournament, here's the next, here's the next, and you don't really there's no it's really fast paced yeah. and uh well i would have liked a little bit more there but i w- i don't think i would have liked maybe a whole other movie but uh, uh you know two movies but uh yeah yeah so hogwarts has been chosen to host a legendary event the triwizard tournament now for those of you who do not know the triwizard tournament brings together three schools for a series of magical contests from each school, a single student is selected to compete. Now, let me be clear. If chosen, you stand alone. And trust me when I say these contests are not for the faint-hearted. But more of that later. But now, please join me in welcoming the lovely ladies of the Bow Batten's Academy of Magic and the headmistress, Madame Maxine. and the High Master Igor Kagarov.
<laughs> but do you want to go through uh, now, talk about the, the movie part of it? Talk about how the, uh, you know, some of the details of the movie, and then we can talk about in overall Our comments. favorite scenes. Yeah, and, yeah, 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 yeah. Yeah, go definitely. ahead. Go ahead All and right, t- um, talk about that. Well, okay, the movie was released worldwide on November 18th in 2005, as, mentioned, uh, as Rico's mentioned previously. Um, the, the film began uh, in May. They began filming in May of 2004. The Hogwarts scenes were shot at Levingston Studio, um, which I went to when I was in England, and it's amazing. Um, five days after its release, the film had grossed over $102 million at the North American box office, which is the third highest first weekend tally for a Harry Potter film, just behind Harry Potter and the Deathly Hallows Part 1 and Part 2. Technically, it was number one until those movies came out and bumped it down. Yeah. Um, Goblet of Fire enjoyed an immensely successful run at the box office, earning $896 million worldwide, which made it the highest-grossing film of 2005 and the eighth-highest-grossing film of all time at that time. Uh, As of December uh, 2016, it is the 42nd-highest-grossing film worldwide and the sixth-highest-grossing film in the Harry Potter series. It's kind of surprising the when you read the other numbers that it ends up only the sixth highest grossing. Film. I know because there's only it? eight movies. It, it's so. a little it's a little funny to me, I guess, in in a way. Yeah, I, 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 that yeah. must mean even like one of the earlier movies probably was above it in in box office, which is strange. I mean, I I get the. As time goes on, there's more box office, right? Movies kind yeah. of make more money because pricing and things go up a little bit. Although these came yeah. out a few years apart, so it wasn't a big change in pricing. But uh, but yeah. I, that that's interesting that it's you yeah. know nine hundred. Well, I know. Yeah, know, I know. Azkaban it, was it, lower it, than this. So. Yeah, I would like to see. Well, maybe maybe sometime before we finish the show, I'd like to see a list of you know who made more. I mean, I guess it's everything, but. Uh, you know, maybe maybe the well, the first movie probably made a lot. I think the first movie did amazing, right? I think. Uh, I think yeah, I think that one is still like number one. Yeah, is it uh, even over the, Deathly Hallows and stuff? Oh, maybe yeah. not. Maybe not over now Deathly Hallows. Yeah. Okay, but anyway, um, it, they they all made a lot of money. Let's just <laughs> they're all they all did fine. You know. Yeah. I mean, here, I actually I just brought up the grosses here, so okay. I have the. This is actually just for United United States, so just uh, North America. Okay, so what what do we got for? Uh... So we have Deathly Hallows Part Two as number one with three hundred and eighty one million. Okay, uh, and then Sorcerer's Stone, as we thought, three hundred and seventeen million. Okay, uh, Half Blood Prince, three hundred and one million. Deathly Hallows Part One, two hundred and ninety five million. Order of the Phoenix, two hundred and ninety two million. Goblet of Fire, two hundred and ninety million. Chamber of Secrets, two sixty one, and Prisoner of Azkaban, which I knew was the lowest at two forty nine. Huh. Interesting. Yeah. 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 That's really, really? Uh, interesting. Yeah. Oh, it's really cool. They have an. Uh, I'm just. I'm sorry. They have an adjusted for ticket price inflation rate. So, guess which one was number one with with when you adjust the money. Well, probably Sorcerer's Stone at that yeah, point, good right? Call. Yeah, Sorcerer's Stone. I would think so. I mean, that was the first one, so there was a bigger gap in time, yeah. too. I mean, what what was the time gap? I mean, I don't know if you have the release dates, but it was at least 10 years, right? Something oh, like that. Le- between uh, Goblet and... Bef- between the first movie and the last movie coming Ten out. Years. Ten years. Ten years. Yeah, that's what I thought. Yeah. Okay. Yep. Yeah. Well, that yeah. makes sense. No, that's good to know. 
Yeah. Yeah. It's interesting. Cool yeah. Another moment you've all been waiting for. The champion selection. champion is Victor Krupp. The champion for bow battens is Fleur Delacour. Hogwarts champion, Cedric Diggory. Excellent! We now have our three champions. But in the end, only one will go down in history. Only one will hoist this chalice of champions, this vessel of victory. The Triwizard Cup! So uh, we talk about uh, some of – I'm looking at your notes, uh, your nice notes that you uh, – you want to talk about <laughs> some of the uh, characters now? Uh, yeah, well, why don't you start? Yeah, sure, sure. So um, the, one of, one of the, the new characters that we meet, I think, for the first time both in the book and the movie is, uh, is Moody, yeah. Alistair Moody. That's a full glass. Let's me keep an eye on my enemies. If I can see the whites of their eyes, they're standing right behind me. <laughs> uh, played by, in the movie, Brendan Gleeson. Uh, he's done supporting roles in Braveheart, Mission Impossible 2, Gangs of New York, 28 Days Later, and Troy. Uh, I, I like Mad-Eye Moody a lot. You know, obviously, there there's sort of two Mad-Eye Moody's in this movie. Yeah. But, yeah. It's uh, so but, weird that you get to know one and really like them. And then you come to find out that he's an imposter. Yeah, although although you know? I think the guy, you know, and we're, we'll get it, we'll get ahead a little bit to the, but you know, he's being impersonated in this movie for the most part. But I think his impersonation is, you know, he's trying to make people think he's moody, right? So yeah. he's not. I th- I think he's so he's kind of acting like the the character anyway. Like in other words, it's true, but more also, more or less. He, I mean, we don't know him. Get, we don't know yeah, Moody real well, so there's no. We don't have a real basis to go by when we're watching the movie. Oh, that's not what Moody would normally do, you know. So we don't really that's know. True. But um, yeah, uh, yeah. Go ahead. You you wanted me to do the next or next okay. couple uh, or I'll, I'll 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 try this next one. Okay. Um, <laughs> this was uh, 
another these are all new characters to this book and this technically this movie these are the actors who play them yeah um this is francis de la tour her she was olymp uh, maxim I thought perhaps you weren't coming. I thought perhaps you had forgotten me. Don't forget you, Olympe. What is it you wanted to show me? When we spoke earlier, you sounded so exhilarated. She she obviously was the Bobaton, um, I don't know, headmistress, or I don't know what her title was. Uh, she was the Dumbledore of Bobaton. Yeah. Um, she performed as Miss Littot in the play *The History of the History Boys* in London and on Broadway, winning a 2006 Tony Award for Best Featured Actress in a Play. She reprised the role in the 2006 film as well. All right. So next we have um, Robert Pattinson, who is playing Cedric Diggory. Potter, Cedric. How, how are you? Spectacular. Look, I realize I never really thanked you properly for tipping me off about those dragons. Forget about it. I'm sure you would have done the same for me. Exactly. You know the prefect's bathroom on the fifth floor? It's not a bad place for a bar. Just take your egg and mull things over in the hot water. Uh, he also, uh, he's probably better known these days as uh, he played Edward Cullen in the Twilight uh, movies, uh, those yeah. books by Stephanie Meyer. I don't know if you've, have you watched those? Have you watched them? I've, I have not watched them, but I've read the first book. Okay. And they're yeah. definitely geared towards young teenage girls. <laughs> a bit. And it wasn't I, bad. It wasn't a bad. Yeah. Bad. I kind of, just, you know. You, you I, definitely. There was a big, you know, there I, I thought that the – I'm trying to remember if I've read – I think I've only read a, the, the first book, maybe the second one, but I watched all the movies, and I kind of enjoyed them. I mean, I like that kind of stuff a mm-hmm. bit, and it gets much more – I think it starts out a little bit you know, like that, but I think it gets a lot more adult and serious. Adult, as, yeah, as, as it I mean, it's a little bit like Harry Potter in a way, uh, yeah. you know, to a degree, although I think, you know, uh, because you've got – you know, they're they're – they're growing up, although they start older in this than they than in Harry Potter. Harry Potter, they're 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 really you know kids yeah. when they start out, and then they grow into you know teenagers by the end. But yeah. Uh, but yeah, no, I think they're they're fun. They're enjoyable for what they are. I don't I don't have a problem with them. Um, yeah. But yeah, he's he's uh, it, it's funny seeing him you know in this movie again without <laughs> you know before the Twilight days. This was his breakout role. Yeah, this was this was what, yeah. You know, and he really you know got he's got stuff in noticed. the movie, but he's not. It's not super like you know really heavy stuff. You know, in other words, uh-uh. I mean he, he he sort of is a bit of a heartthrob kind of character, which he is in yes. Twilight a little. So I guess I see that part of it. And yeah. I'm not, I don't know, I don't know when the first Twilight, I think there was at least two or three years, maybe even four years between this movie and the first and Twilight twi- yeah. movie. Yeah. So there was a bit of time between, so. Yeah. Okay, so. Um, then we uh, have, uh, we have go K- ahead. Katie Lang, who plays Cho Chang. Cho? Yes? Um, I just wanted if you, I just wondered if maybe you want to go to school with me. Sorry, I didn't catch that. Um, 
I was just wondering if maybe you wanted to go to the ball with me. Oh, um... Harry, I'm... I'm sorry, but someone's already asked me. And... Well, I've, I've said I'll go with him. Uh, this was her only movie role. Uh, I did read that she's doing plays now in oh, okay. England. Yeah. All right. So then I get the big the big Kahuna here. I guess uh, the uh, Ralph <laughs> Fiennes. I think that's how you say his name, right? His it's last Ray. name or Ray Ray Fiennes. Rafe. Um, Rafe. Rafe. Yeah. Yeah. Rafe Fiennes is Lord Voldemort, or he who yep. shall not be named. Right. <laughs> Welcome, my friend. Thirteen years it's been, and yet. Here you stand before me, as though it were only yesterday. I confess myself disappointed. Not one of you tried to find me. Crap! Damn it! Not even you, Lucius. Uh, although, you know, they, they, they just throw Voldemort around a lot in the movie. Uh, but um, he's uh, he was obviously he, he was in Schindler's List, uh, Nazi yep. war criminal. Uh, and, you know, that, you know, major role for him there. Uh, he got a nomination for Academy Award for Best Supporting Actor for that and for the Golden Globe Award for Best Supporting Actor. Um, his performance. What does this count? I, I, I never can say that guy's last name. And I've I've seen that movie. Yeah. Elmasi, something Almasi, like that, in The English say, Patient. Yeah. Uh, also garnered him a second Academy Award nomination for Best Actor, as well as a, a BAFTA and Golden Globe nominations. And uh, he's also been in another, a bunch of other films, Quiz Show, Strange Days, The End of an Affair, The End of the Affair, Red Dragon, Clash of the Titans, Great Expectations, The Grand Budapest Hotel, and yeah. and many more. He's he's yeah. He's great. He's great. Well, most recently, uh, he was in the uh, two of the Bond movies, right? I think. I think was he? Yeah. I I don't know. I'm not a huge Bond fan. I saw which. Yeah, Bond? he That's he like ends up running. Uh, he he's like uh, running the show there. I forget what is you know is he is he M at that point or something like that. Oh, okay. Yeah. But anyway, okay. um, yeah, no, he's 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 really great actor. I like. He I was always, amazing. At, I always like seeing Voldemort. him and stuff. Yeah. 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 Uh, and then we have, of course, David Tennant as Barty Crouch Jr. I'll show you mine if you show me yours. Your arm <sighs> You know what this means, don't you? He's back. Lord Voldemort has returned. Uh, but, you know, I mean, though he was popular in this movie, everyone knows him as the uh, the 10th Doctor from Doctor Who. Which this, I, I had to put it in time, uh, this is just a little bit before that happens for him. Yes. So he's not Doctor Who yet when this movie comes out. I think yes. it's about a year away from that or so, maybe a little bit more. Um, and then we have, let's see, Clemens Posey, is that how I say the name? Is Flor de, de la Clore? Core? <laughs> yep. You saved her even though she wasn't yours to save. My little sister. Thank you. Oh. And you, you helped. Well, yeah, a bit. 
Gabrielle Madelvia. I'm slaughter <laughs> slaughtering that. She's a French actress and fashion model. Okay. I'll just yep. kill her fooler. Yeah, and then I have I have this one. This is a fun one. Uh, Stan Stanlovsky, uh, God, Lineski. Yeah. He played Victor Crumb. You have no business here. This tent is for champions and friends. Uh, this is his only role. This is actually his biggest role that he ever did. Yep. And then the the last one of the new characters that we've got here is Miranda Richardson, pretty popular, famous actress as Rita Skeeter. What a charismatic quartet. Hello. I'm Rita Skeeter. I write for the Daily Prophet. But of course you know that, don't you? It's you. We don't know. <laughs> You're the juicy news. What quirks lurk beneath those rosy cheeks? What mysteries do the muscles mask? Does courage lie beneath those curls? In short, what makes a champion tick? Always trying yep. to get the dirt on everybody. <laughs> and uh, she's been in Empire of the Sun, The Crying Game, uh, The Apostle, uh, Sleepy Hollow. She's also in, I don't know if you're watching this, Kenny, uh, but she is in this new TV show, uh, Emerald City. She's Glinda. Oh, you know what? I recorded it and I haven't watched it yet. Oh, that's cool. Yeah, she's Glinda. Um, in that show. Good day, champions. Gather round, please. Now, you've waited, you've wondered, and at last the moment has arrived, a moment only four of you can fully appreciate. What are you doing here, Miss Granger? Oh, um, sorry, I'll just go. Party, the bag. Champions, in a circle round me. Miss Delacour, over here. Mr. Crumb. And, uh, Potter, Mr. Potter, over here. That's right. Now, Miss Delacour, if you will. The web screen. Mr. Crumb. The Chinese fireball. The Swedish short snout. Its leaves. What's that, boy? Nothing. The Hungarian horn tail. These represent four very real dragons, each of which has been given a golden egg to protect. Your objective is simple. Collect the egg. This you must do, for each egg contains a clue without which you cannot hope to proceed to the next task. Any questions? Very well. Good luck, champions. Let's so you want to talk about a little bit about the behind-the-scenes people, the director? Yeah. Go ahead. Let's go ahead. And, yeah, because, again, they have a new director for this series, or for this uh, movie. Uh, British film director Mike Newell was chosen to direct this film after Harry Potter and the Prisoner of Azkaban director Alfonso Cuaron announced that he would only direct one Potter film. In a statement explaining the transition of directors, series producer David Heyman said, When Alfonso made the decision to focus on completing Harry Potter and the Prisoner of Azkaban, we were faced with a daunting task of finding a director to handle the complex challenges of Harry Potter and the Goblet of Fire and to follow in the footsteps of Christopher Columbus and uh, Alfonso Cuaron. Uh, Mike's rich and diverse body of work show him to be the perfect choice. Uh, he has worked with children, made us laugh, and had us sitting on the edge of our seats. He is a great, he's great with actors and imbues 
all his characters, all of his films with great humanity, and they were thrilled to have him. So yeah, I think he did uh, a great I, job. I really I, do. Yeah, yeah, I really did. Yeah, he did. A, he did a great job. You know, one um, of the that's one of the things that I've liked. That almost you know, one of the great things I think about the Harry Potter film series is that I think they. I like the fact that they mixed it up a bit with the directors, the style, mm-hmm. the look of the movies a bit, you know. And I think they usually each time they fit fit the uh, they fit it very well. I mean, I kind of think that added a lot of texture and a lot of interesting things to the movies. If they had mm-hmm. just stuck with one guy, I think it would have been fine, or, or maybe one or two guys. But I think it would have wouldn't have been as interesting. I think. Uh, but yeah, uh, well, yeah, they all bring their own take to the exactly, to the, you know, the exactly. Look and the feel and yeah, yeah, I mean, I, I think not to get off on another another little tangent, but I, you know, I've always thought that, and I'm glad they're doing this so far with the new Star Wars films. But I always thought, no matter what people think about the prequels for um, the Star Wars f- movies, I, I I think even having a different director for each of those movies would have made them a little more interesting. You know, I mm-hmm. I, I think there was. I think there was too much of, you know, kind of George Lucas's hand on all those. On everything, In, in, a, yeah. in a way. And and I understand it's his universe, his thing. But, I you know, like they did with the original trilogy, I think there was a lot of, you know, things that were brought in and more interesting by bringing in a new, a different director. So yeah. uh, I'm really excited to see, you know, what how Episode Eight how it feels, you know, compared to, uh, to uh, The Force Awakens. Hot, isn't it? Victor's gone to go and get drinks. She cares to join us. No, we'd not care to join you and Victor. What's got your wand in a knot? He's a time strap. You're fraternizing with the enemy. The enemy? Who was it wanting his autograph? Besides, the whole point of the tournament is international magical cooperation. To make friends. Oh, I think he's got a bit more than friendship on his mind. Me to dance or not? No. It's using you. How dare you! Besides, I can take care of myself. Doubt it. He's way too old. What? What? That's what you think? Yeah, that's what I think. You know the solution, then, don't you? Go on. Next time there's a ball, pluck up the courage and ask me before somebody else does. And not as a last resort. Well, that's, that's, I mean, that's just completely off the point. Harry. Where have you been? Never mind. Off to bed, both of you. They get scary when they get older. Ron, you spoiled everything. All right. Well, I'll let me. Uh, I'll do this next section. I guess the the set design, uh, as the previous installment, Stuart Craig and and. Stephanie McMillan provided the film's art and set designs, respectively. Due to the film's scope, there were many, many new sets. I, w- I was mentioning that a little earlier and transformations of old sets created uh, because of all the elaborate things that were going on in this book and movie. McMillan was most excited about redi- redesigning the Great Hall for the scenes for the Yule Ball. Uh, r- originally, they thought of having silver curtains, silver tablecloths, everything silver, an ice dance floor, but it just went on and on. The drapes man eventually said, why not just stick to the fabrics <laughs> on the wall? Or, or st- yeah. So, uh, and then each task of the, obviously, of the Tri-Wizard tournament 
required you know massive sets the rock quarry set for the the first task with the dragons where harry faces off with the uh, hungarian horntail was built in two sections at leaveston studios craig called it one of the biggest sets we ever built for any of the films the second task involving the underwater scenes the film crew designed and built a blue screen tank holding about half a million gallons of water and then the final task with the maze the hedge walls ranging from 20 to 40 feet tall were constructed and enhanced with computer generated imagery so yeah some really i i mean the the other movies had some big things too but but nothing really on the scale of these, oh, these yeah. sets and, and the look yeah. here and like i said i think it really opened up the the whole uh area of hogwarts and, and being a much bigger thing than just wandering around the castle like they did mm-hmm. a lot in the uh in the other movies uh this really opened things up and they started to do that a little bit with um with the previous uh with the prisoner of azkaban book and movie mm-hmm. but this brings it even bigger i i think yeah. so yeah yeah we get to see more of the grounds yes exactly Hogwarts. yes Not just everything happens in the castle yep welcome to the second task Last night, something was stolen from each of our champions. A treasure of sorts. These four treasures, one for each champion, now lie on the bottom of the Black Lake. In order to win, each champion need only find their treasure and return to the surface. Simple enough. Put that in your mouth. Except for this, they will have but one hour to do so, and one hour only. After that, they'll be on their own. No magic will save them. You may begin the sound of the cannon. Um, all right, well, I'll take the next topic. We have music. Uh, John Williams, who's, who had scored the first three movies, uh, couldn't come back for the fourth installment just because of his schedule. He's just so busy. So they hired Patrick Doyle, who had worked with uh, Newall uh, on Into the West and Donnie Brasco. Um, so they replaced him as the composer. The initial request was that Doyle would be working with Williams' material, but eventually only Hedwig's theme um, remained from the previous scores. Uh, pulp singer Jarvis Cocker, who was even rumored to uh, to score the film, was one of the musicians invited by Doyle, with whom he had worked with uh, Great Expectations soundtrack, to write a song for the Wizard Rock Band. Once Doyle chose Cocker's composition, he and other British mu- musicians, such as Johnny Greenwood and Phil Selway of Radiohead, were picked to play the fictional band both performing songs for the soundtrack and having a cameo role in the films as the weird sisters. <laughs> yeah. It, uh, I, you know, I, I, kind of, I kind of have to say that I kind of missed more of John Williams music in this. I mean, oh, I, yeah. I, I, I think, I think it, it, it's missing a little bit because of that. Uh, the, um, I think, I think they could have, uh, could have, it, it's too bad. I mean, you know, it is what it is, I guess, right now. Uh, and there's still enough Harry Potter and some of the some of the music we're used to in here to to make it feel like you know that. But um, it, it's tricky when that happens. I think. Potter, what's your hurry? Congratulations! Your performance in the Black Lake was inspiring. Gillyweed, am I correct? Yes, sir. Ingenious. A rather rare herb, gillyweed. Not something found in your everyday garden. Nor is this. Know what it is? 
Bubble juice, sir. Veritas serum. Three drops of this, and you know who himself would spill his darkest secrets. The use of it on a student is regrettably forbidden. However, should you ever steal from my personal stores again, my hand might just slip over your morning pumpkin juice. I haven't stolen anything. Don't lie to me. Gillyweed may be innocuous, but boom slang skin, lace swing flies. You and your little friends are brewing polyjuice potion, and believe me, I'm going to find out why. All right, uh, next up, the awards. Harry Potter and the Goblet of Fire book won several awards, including the 2001 yeah. Hugo Award for Best Novel. It won the 2002 Indian Paintbrush Book Award, uh, the third after Philosopher's Stone and Prisoner of Azkaban. The novel also won the Oppenheim Toy Portfolio Platinum Award for one of the best books, who claimed it was more intense than the first three books. Uh, in addition, Entertainment Weekly listed Goblet of Fire in second place on their list of the new classic books the hundred in the 100 best reads from 1983 to 2008. The film was nominated for the Academy Award for Best Art Direction at the 78th Academy Awards. At the 2006 Teen, 2006 Teen Choice Awards, the film won the award for the Choice Movie Drama. The film won the BAFTA Award for Best Production Design making the first Harry Potter film to win at the BAFTAs. And at the 2006 Kid Choice Awards, it won the Blimp Award for the favorite movie, becoming the first and only Harry Potter film to do so. So uh, pretty popular, cool. I would say. <laughs> Just a little, yeah. 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 Yeah, this is definitely when it started. I mean, Harry Potter was big, but with this movie and this book, I think it really started to you know, go into a different stratosphere. Yeah, uh, I think so. Culture. I mean, I, I think it got also. I, I, I think you know they're they're teenagers, right? At this point, right? So I think it, there's there's just it, it kind of clicks over. I think almost from, oh, that's just a kids thing. To everyone was basically like it was like Harry Potter for everybody, right? Yes. I mean, yeah. I mean, it really. I think it clicked from, uh, from just kid stuff and magic or whatever to being pretty serious. Voldemort comes back and all that and. Yeah. It's pretty intense, and uh, you know, I, I I'll comment on this just for a second now. But we when we wrap up near the end and we start talking about the movie and what we like, what we don't. But there's some pretty nasty stuff in this movie as far as what those kids go through. You know, they're kids, oh, yeah. and it's like they're gonna die. You know, come on, <laughs> it's just like. Uh, but anyway, yeah. yeah. Not quite yeah. a kids' book anymore, or a kids' movie. So not anymore. Not one. one I mean, it was rated PG thirteen. I think. I think so. I think that was for the whole Voldemort scene at the end. Yeah. Well, uh, and, that was and kind of disturbing. You know, good old Cid- Cedric dies too. Oh but, yeah. Uh, yeah. That's probably not helping the uh, the rating cause. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. I've instructed the staff to patrol the perimeter. Should at any point a contestant wish to withdraw from the task, he or she need only send up red sparks with their wands. Contestants, gather around. Quickly! In the maze, you'll find no dragons or creatures of the deep. Instead, you'll face something even more challenging. You see, people change in the maze. Oh, find the cup if you can, but be very wary. You could just lose yourselves along the way. Pockets! Prepare yourself. All right, you want to run through some interesting facts here that I found? Yeah, 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 let's do that. 
talking yeah, about the go ahead and go ahead movies. and start. All right, so um, let's see. This is about this is pages. There were six hundred and thirty-six in the original uh, UK edition, three hundred and seventeen in the two thousand fourteen UK edition, and seven hundred and thirty-four in the US edition. It's interesting how they. I mean, they must have like either edited down from UK from when it re- was released in twenty fourteen. I don't know. Or I'm not sure. Smaller it's, print. Yeah, I, 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 when I see that, I think print size myself. Yeah. But... Yeah, I know in the U.S. just because they use different terms, so you know some of the words are different. Yeah, but they can't. U.S. edition. I don't think that but, would account for the, about you know a roughly a hundred page difference 100 between pages, the yeah. U.S. and the and the U.K. V- version. It's yeah, yeah, yeah. Do you want to grab the next one? Sure. Yeah, uh, Goblet of Fire was re- strategic released on a Saturday, so children did not have to worry about school conflicting with buying the book. Didn't they do that with with most of them Fridays or oh, Saturdays? Yeah. I think right. Yeah, yeah, yeah. because there were yeah. big midnight parties, so the yeah. kids could actually go to it. Right. So it had a combined yeah. first printing of over five million copies. It was given a record-breaking print run of three point nine million. Three million copies of the books were sold over the first weekend. That's it, it's just insane. FedEx dispatched more than nine thousand trucks and a hundred <laughs> planes to fulfill book deliveries. Isn't so, that crazy? It is, it is, and it's it's really, you know, when I think about this series, one of the things that I think about is, is I, I, you know, there's a lot of crazy, as, as we all keep talking about these days, you know, the world and, you know, the country, the world, everything. You know, I, I, mm-hmm. I, I, w- I wish we had something like this now. Yes. You, you know, we really don't, and especially for younger people, too. Yeah. I, I, I really, you know, I, I wish we did. I mean, I, I've, I, I, you know, come on, J.K. Rowling, come on, you can write some more. Write the kids of Harry Potter, come on, <laughs> or or somebody. You know, I mean, there's there's obviously other books, there's other things, but I don't think there's really ever been a, a, a book series that ever really did this kind of thing. You know, yeah. So certainly not since no, I, since then. I don't know if we'll get anything ever again. I mean, this was like a phenomenon of yeah. one of a kind type of thing. Yeah. You know. Um, well, the pressure in editing this book caused a mistake, which shows Harry's father emerging first from Voldemort's wand. However, as confirmed in Prisoner of Azkaban, Jane died first. So when Harry's mother, so that means Harry's mother should have come out first. Uh, this was actually corrected in later editions. So maybe you're lucky and you have an edition of the book that has a mistake in it. Yeah, I read that in your notes and I was like, did, did you ever did that ever really like bother you though when you were no. either watching the movie or the or reading the book? Ex- no. Exactly because in, in the, it, it's a little movie, it's a little tiny detail, right? In the movie yeah. they don't even really show they come you out that. Together. Exactly. Yeah, they, They're I just mean, there, like right? That both come out together. Yeah. Yeah. In the book they do mention that, you know, the dad comes out first and then the mom, but Yeah. Yeah, it's kind um, of a little thing, but anyway, um Goblet of Fire was um the the second film in the series to be released in IMAX, so that's your yeah. Tradition. Did you ever see any of the Harry Potter movies in IMAX? I think so. I think I think th- maybe this one or or I, know, or, or I don't I don't think I saw Deathly Hallows. I, yeah, I think Order I saw one Phoenix. or two of them, but yeah, Order of the Phoenix actually had some scenes that were in 3D in IMAX 3D. Oh, okay. So yeah, so you'd be watching it, and you had and then a little picture of the eye, you know, the glasses would come on. And you had to put on glasses to watch the scene. Ah, it was, it was a weird experience. <laughs> oh, one of um, those where you're only putting yeah. the glasses on at certain times. Ugh. At certain times, yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, 
The film is one of the best-reviewed installments within the series, being praised for the higher level of maturity and sophistication of its characters, plotline, writing, and performances of the lead actors. Steve Kloves, the screenwriter uh, for the previous installments, returned for Goblet of Fire. On adapting the 734-page book into a feature film, Kloves commented that we always thought it would be two movies, but we could never figure out a way to break it into two. So... Uh, it will be a different experience from the book. So yeah, so let's see. They intended to make it too, but yeah, where would you cut it? Yeah, you know? well, that you w- couldn't w- like do the first task and then end it after the first task. Yeah, that's exactly what I was just thinking about when we were talking earlier about about it possibly. You know, if it would have been two movies, but I think that is that is the biggest problem. I thought the same yeah. thing when we when we were just talking about it was how would you split it up? You know, yeah. Or, you know, you'd have to either break it up during the. I think you'd have to break it up somewhere during the. You know, the the different contests that they have, the the, the tournaments. Yeah, but that would just be so weird. It would be weird. It it would be weird. The second movie starting, you know, in the middle of the second con. You know, I just it's just there wouldn't be a complete movie. It would feel like it was cut in half. You would have to see part one to watch part two. Yeah, I think it know? was better to do what they did. I, I you know I, I I do remember when I very when I saw it the first time because i i think i had either just reread the book or it was fresh in my mind you know this this yeah. is this is one of the ones that i remember seeing the movie pretty pretty soon after reading the book again and uh i remember being like i liked the movie i really liked it a lot you know i always yeah. love the the you know especially the you know the the actors that they got to play the main three and all that and and seeing things on visualized but i also felt like Oh my gosh! There's all this other stuff that wasn't in there. You know, I felt like yeah. this was probably yeah. the book, you know, the movie slash book combo that I that I probably felt the most that you know, boy, there's a lot of stuff missing, which there yeah. is obviously, but uh, yeah, I'm going to kill you, Harry Potter. I'm going to destroy you. <laughs> After tonight, no one will ever again question my power. After tonight, if they speak of you, they'll speak only of how you begged for death. And I, being a merciful lord, obliged. Get up! Don't you turn your back on me, Harry Potter! I want you to look at me when I kill you! I want to see the light leave your eyes! Have it your way. And then that brings us into this next part, right? Uh, yeah. So you want to talk about the yeah. movie a little bit? So uh, uh, the, differences the differences between yeah the difference between the the book and the movie some of the some of the things they had to do. Uh, director yeah. director Mike Newell described the problem as uh, one of compressing a huge book into the compass of a movie. This was achieved by putting aside all the other components from the novel, which did not directly relate to Harry and his journey, yeah. and 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 basically not just the tournament, but uh, the the Voldemort part of the story too, obviously as well. Oh so. yeah, yeah. I mean, they, I mean, they 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 do this in all the, from this movie on. If it doesn't immediately deal with Harry, then it's not in the books. 
Or it's not in the movie. It's just yeah, I mean, that is their, their touch. That's their touchstone, basically. I mean, there yeah. are things they manage to get in them a little bit here and there and stuff. Very but, little, but though. But it's got to be. I mean, it's got to be Harry Potter. Harry Potter. <laughs> I mean, the movies yeah. are all called that, you know, basically. Yeah. So. Well, uh, yeah. I mean, it is about Harry Potter. But yeah. Still, but what makes the book so great is that they, all the other characters and all of their development and all their side things, and that's what I loved about the books. And when you, you know. Don't get me wrong, I love the movies, but they're definitely stripped down of all. Those yeah, and, and I think one of the one of the things that that does though that that's a little bit hard. Like I'm sure there's people out there. I know there's probably tons of people out there that have only watched the movies, right? That have not read the books. Yes. And yeah. and I and I think one of the one of the things if if anyone listening to this podcast, you know, is is one of those people. One of the things that I think those people must have had a hard time with, and I and I urge, you know, I suggest go back and try to read the books, is that things kind of come out of left field if you're not if you haven't read the books, like mm-hmm. little characters and things, you know, uh, uh, you know that are that are really important to the story and still connect to Harry Potter, you know, like like Peter Pettigrew and you know mm-hmm. just a bunch of stuff, right? You yeah, know, but, Moaning but, Myrtle. I mean, just a million yeah. different little things, but. In the movie, they just sort of all of a sudden they're there, right? You know, you, there's no because they're they're not putting these other bits into the movie that aren't Harry Potter. Yeah. I, I think they just come at you like, oh, where did that come from, and who's that, and what are they all about? And yeah, so, but yeah. you know, I because I did, I asked my dad. My dad never read the books, but he loved the movies, and so I'd go see it with him. And at the end, I would ask him, "What did you think?" And he liked it. You know, it didn't bother him. I think I got more out of it, or I felt the missing of it. Yeah. Because I knew it was not, you know, well, this scene was in the book, and it's not in the movie. And it yeah. explains this, and it yeah. really explained it. But it didn't bother him. I think the story was, you know, written well enough that those I think, little yeah. things didn't really bother people. They still understood what was going on. Yeah, they didn't get the full story of everything. Yeah. But I don't think that really was a detriment to the movie. Yep. Yep. So um, I'll read that next one too. I guess just the it's the it's the first um, Goblet of Fire is the first of the adaptations, first film ad- adaptation not to begin at Privet Drive. After the opening sequence, uh, Harry just awakens at the Burrow on the morning of the Quidditch World Cup. So yeah. that, that was... I kind of like that change myself. <laughs> oh really? You're not a fan of the Dursleys? I'm okay with it, but I think <laughs> I like the the fact that that it was different. I like the yeah. fact that 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 was becoming kind of like, like, okay, we've we've done that kind of a thing. But that's what the books do. The books right, all open him at the Dursley. Yep, and I get that. You know? I get that. Yeah. But if you're looking for like, this is a monster book, which we've been talking yeah. about for the whole show. If you're yeah. looking for how much, you know, if you're sitting there with the book and you're grabbing pages to rip out and say, no, you're right. That you're that's right. definitely you're... a part that that you would yes. you would pull. It's unnecessary. Yeah, and yeah. it and it's just like I said, I I like and I mentioned this about the directors. I like things to be a little different each time. You know, I like that yeah. variety a little. Uh, I like consistency too, but I I think it made this this book kind of jump right into it. You know, a bit. Yeah. So. Uh, oh, definitely, definitely. Yep. Um, yeah, and then uh, the gameplay at the Quidditch World Cup was removed for timing re- reasons, obviously, um, leaving an abrupt temporal jump. Which some reviewers considered awkward or rushed. In the book, Harry and many of the Weasleys supported Ireland, while in the film, Harry and Ron supported Bulgaria. However, they were in love with Victor Crumb, who was on the Bulgarian team. Uh, yeah, this is one thing that, like you said, just because of timing, 
they just didn't have enough time that this piece is you know it's a huge chapter in the book and lots yeah. of stuff happens yeah the, the, and, the, the thing about that scene though that i think that's kind of different than like all the other quidditch they do when they're you know in school is it's is it's dark yeah. Right. You know, and I and I feel like it's hard to sort of follow it as much anyway. Like, in other words, if they had like played out more of the of the match, I, I yeah. think it would have been harder to uh, to to view. It was interesting to see Quidditch done. You know, the way it, you know, not on in a per, the, on a professional level. Yeah. You know, yeah, that and not in daylight like they did all the other. You know, the Harry That's Potter true. flying. You know, Quidditch yeah. matches. So. Yeah. You want to do the next um, one, one too? Yeah, yeah, I'll go do the ahead. Next one. Yeah, other scenes are shortened and amalgam- amalgamated uh, to include only the most essential plot details. Uh, the three Death Eater trials, Harry witnesses, and the pensive are merged into one sequence. Uh, the characters of Bill Weasley, Charlie Weasley, Ludo Bagman, Winky, Narcissa Malfoy, and Bertha Jorkins are all absent, as well as Dobby, who was supposed to help Harry obtain Gillyweed. For the second task, instead, that scene was changed to involve Neville Longbottom. Uh, I missed. I missed Dobby. I, I miss seeing more. I, I'm always. I'm good with any more Dobby we can get. So I did. Kinda, yeah. I did kind of miss that. But, yeah, uh, and this was the whole introduction of Spew, which they never talk about in the movies. Yes. Yeah, yes. because this is the beginning of it in the in this uh, in this book. Yep. Uh, there's no train seat at the end uh, where the the character of Rita, Rita Skeeter is revealed to be an illegal unregistered animagus and Harry is never seen either receiving or giving away the thousand galleons in prize winnings. You yeah, know, I, I was, was bummed that they didn't introduce that. Yeah, I, well, you know, I am too. Or reveal because, it, I guess. Because I was watching the movie, like I said, today again, and I was like, mm-hmm. is like, well, he won, right? You know, kind of. I mean, you know, it's like uh, they don't really, you know, it's obviously bad because of Cedric and, um, but yeah, they don't really. It it isn't like even ever really basically. There's hard, no real, yeah. There's no. There's they no don't real. even bring it up, right? No, they, it's there's no real ending to this of the of the tournament. Yeah, it just, yeah, it's all and, 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 and it does kind of like. Um, it just kind of like okay, tournament's over, you know, and and uh, yeah. oh yeah, okay, yeah. I you know I know again it was uh, I I think they could have thrown in like another five or ten minutes into this movie and 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 maybe done a few other little bits. I mean I know you've always got to do stuff or sorry I I know you always have to decide what's in what's out you know kind of a thing, but it, mm-hmm. it does not feel long when you're watching it by any means yeah. right. I yeah. mean it just zips by. I, I mean yeah it's and, quick. Well and, they they are cramming a lot of stuff into a short amount of time. Yeah. Yeah, and it's, um, but and yeah, it's, I mean, I'm disappointed. Yeah. I love, I love the whole Rita Skeeter involvement and her being yeah. a beetle and you yeah. know Hermione figuring it out and yeah, and you know none of that's in the in the movie. I mean, yeah. we don't even know that she's an unregistered animagus. You know, we just assume she's a snoop and a reporter. That's all we really know. We don't know how she's getting her her details. Yep. You know that she's changing, but um, yeah. Yeah, why don't you go ahead and finish uh, up those last few there? Okay, go ahead. Uh, all of Sirius's black lines were condensed into a single fireside conversation. Uh, the scene in which Barty Crouch Jr. is taken back to Azkaban is different from the book in which he was killed by a Dementor summoned by Cornelius Fudge. And there is also no conversation in which Fudge refuses to believe that Voldemort has returned. So this is explained in the next film. 
Yeah, the um, that part I I th- had I couldn't remember until I watched it again here. Like, because that's such a big thing, you know. Mm-hmm. It's such a big thing that I think they I think they missed out a little bit that connection. I think it would have been good for them to be a little doubtful of of Harry and, and mm. Voldemort coming back in yeah. this movie because because yeah. we all saw it as an audience, right? So, and yeah. we're on Harry Potter's side. We all saw it. So I, I think it's hard to it's hard to even accept that anybody else is like basically denying it, right? Yeah. Without yeah. like, well, you know, we didn't see him, and you know, I mean, you know, they're we, and plus, basically, they don't want to think it. I think too, but uh, oh yeah, that's I think that's the the key component is that they just don't want to believe it because they don't want it to be true. <laughs> yeah, uh, they like stick their head in the sand. You know. So, um, so anyway. Yeah. Um, yep. So yeah, so that's great. Uh, thanks for the notes and thanks for for putting all that together. The, um, I mean, I love this movie. I, you know, just oh, yeah, a, just a couple of comments. I mean, I I, I think uh, it still holds up real well. You know, it's not super old. I mean, it's it's like eleven mm-hmm. eleven years old, a little more than eleven years old, or something like that. I mean, the stuff with the dragons. This I I, I love the the fact this opened up the the idea of the world of wizards and harry potter bigger because they bring in all these different schools right they bring in all the different uh yeah Durmstrang and bulbaton yeah so so you get this idea that it's not just hogwarts hogwarts all the time for everyone right and and you see more of the grounds and you learn more about you know the everything that's going on with with the the different places and and you know you've got giants and you know you've got of course, you know the biggie is you got Voldemort coming back. You know, no, no, well, uh, noseless yeah. Voldemort. <laughs> so, yeah. <laughs> well, I mean, that's what I loved about it is that you find out that Voldemort is behind this whole thing from the very beginning to get Harry's name in the Goblet of Fire, to get Harry to be brought to him. Yeah, you he's know, behind all... the. He's setting things through Emotion. through right. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I through mean, Wormtail or whatever, up. right? So uh, well, yeah. Well, with Wormtail and with Barty Crouch Jr., who's disguised as Mad Eye Moody. Right. Um, yes. I, I just love the fact that it's it's you know it's Voldemort's plan that is all coming together. Is it he reminds me of like the Emperor from Star Wars? Yes. Who just kind of puts a plan into action, and you don't realize it's him this entire time that's running everything. Basically, right? You know? Yeah. Yep. You know, and he's the same type of thing. He's running everything. This is all so his rebirth. He wanted Harry there so he can have his blood. So he, can, you know, yes. so he know of the protection, and it's just it's so well done. Yes. Um, yeah. And I know. like the the you know the individual little contest that they do. The only thing I was thinking about again, and I said it a little bit earlier, the, but the, you know, and I know there's other things going on, but um, I mean. These aren't just like we're running like ah, hey, we're gonna have a contest and uh, the first <laughs> the first contest is we have a race and yeah. you guys have to run from one side of Hogwarts to the other and whoever wins the race gets points. These yeah. are these are life or death contests. Hey, yeah. little kid, little thirteen year old or whatever, I think they're supposed to be about thirteen or fourteen now. Yeah, 14. you know, like like why don't you go in there and fight a dragon? Oh yeah, uh huh, and take his egg. Uh huh, and and yeah. once you dive down there, we've taken your who you know whatever what how do they say it whoever we hold who you hold most dear or whatever you hold most yes. dear, oh, and yeah. we've taken them and put them into the bottom of this lake, and you got to go down there and save them. <laughs> but there's these other little sea creatures that don't want you to do that. So yeah, I'm yeah. Like, I mean that's <laughs> yeah. I mean the you know I I enjoyed the, the three 
um, you know, the three, uh, oh my gosh, I lost my word. The three wizard contests or whatever. Yeah, the tournaments. Contest. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, those are, those are really cool. I mean, they're obviously slightly different. Like in the, in the book, Harry and the dragon, the dragon does not break its chain and go chasing him around all of Hogwarts. And I mean, that looked really much scarier than in the book. Cause in the book, it was much more controlled. There were wizards around to make sure the dragon didn't get out of hand. And all yeah. he had to do was sweep down and grab the egg really quick and then get out, you know? Yes. Um, yeah. And I, I think, Honestly, the probably the most disappointing part of the movie, if I'm gonna say that, you know, I, I um, like I said, I still loved it, but I, I think the third task was my most disappointing with the um, the maze because I love the maze in the book. Yeah, you know, with the, oh, you mean when you the, say that, you say as compared to the way it's 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 portrayed said in, the in, the, in the in the book. Yeah. Yes, movie and book are completely different. Yes, there's a maze, but in the book they fight a spider. They fight, you know, there's yeah. the riddle with the dragon woman head thing. Right. In the uh, movie, it's just more of like, hey, we stuck the, the it's like inner you know, demons. Right. It's like the inner demons that they fight themselves, you know. Yeah, I, I get. I, yeah. Yeah. I mean, I understand why they did it, but it's still I think that's the only thing. That, honestly, that's the only change that bothered me in the movie. I loved everything else. All the little changes they made. I was fine with or excluding certain things. That was fine. But well, it's changing... funny with the the maze in a way, except for Voldemort being in there. You know, mm-hmm. it's it's not it's not anything even really like the the movie. The other two two contests seem much more intense, right? Yes. It, you yeah. know, like if Voldemort hadn't shown up, it wouldn't have been any big deal. <laughs> I mean, it would. Yeah, just, yeah, yeah. Yeah, the the little hedges were trying to close in on them and stuff like that. And then there was what's his name the. Uh, Oh, the so guy that Victor gets sort Crum. of possessed, right? Yeah, yeah. that's Crumb. Yeah, Crumb, yeah, yeah. So, so I mean, and that but, happens. That happens in the book as well, right? He does get possessed, but it, you know, but that's a, not a part a, of what the people setting up the contests planned, right? That's just no, something that happened. That was Mad Eye Moody doing it through the head right. to yeah. curse him. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But uh, um, so, what what did you think about like the you know? Let's just touch on quickly like the the main actors. I mean, I thought they did a great job. There's a lot of stuff they're setting up here too. I mean, I noticed when I was watching it again. You know, there's a lot of kind of back and forth between Ron and Hermione going oh, on yeah. in this in this. Yeah. Like you know, she she kind of gets all upset at the dance, right? Yeah. And, oh yeah, and, the whole Euro ball scene. That yeah, was great. yeah, and and it, you know, so they're they're setting some things in motion, or she's setting some oh, things in motion. Although definitely. I've been hearing it, some stuff recently. Have you heard J.K. Rowling? Is this? I don't know if this is just somebody talking, or if it was in an official interview. But have you heard this talk that that she has come out and said something like she kind of thinks maybe Harry and Hermione shouldn't have, should have been together by the end of the whole series like in other words instead of uh, instead of her and ron have you heard that i have heard that and i can't remember if it's a rumor or if she just mentioned it like happened. yeah like, i mean i mean there was something about you know that, that she felt like the that they had gone through things together and and the fact with harry's parents you know being one of them yeah. being a muggle and 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 the and the fact that hermione was always fighting the the her muggle side of her you know situation and all that stuff i mean that that there was sort of a connection that they had to you know i don't know but uh i mean i'm fine with the way it ended up i mean it seems fine and all that but there's definitely things in the book and the movie here that are setting setting that up the one thing the one thing that i didn't really care for and i don't remember how it felt in the book versus the movie but i didn't really like 
how Ron was so upset with Harry and, and the fact that he kind of really was on Harry about being, you know, how did your name get in the cup, Harry? Yep. And, and all that. And, and he kind Just of like really rides him a long time. You know, he basically, he, he's, he's pretty boohoo face about it. Right. For, oh, yeah. for, for a long time. And I, I couldn't recall if there was another reason for it besides he was just kind of jealous a bit. And yeah, it's and, just jealousy. Yeah, and, That's and all it, it was. And it and it just it, it seems like in the in it, it seems like it took longer, like it shouldn't have gone on as long as maybe it did, but you know, hey, they're kids, so uh, I guess I guess that's that's okay. But it, I that I mean I like the three of them basically working together, being buddies and 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 good best friends and all. And yeah, so, this is the yeah. yeah this is the one time that Harry and Ron have a falling out. Yes, exactly. Um, so, but it's until a, until yeah yeah well yeah because remember in the book Ron thinks that Harry put his name in and why didn't he you know why didn't he and Ron both do it. And, yeah, even it, though it, it's, it's you really, he, I mean, you know, even though he movie. couldn't, right, he would have, you know, Ron would have, like, like there wouldn't be, like, it was magically protected, right? You needed to be of a certain oh, age, yeah. right? I mean, it wasn't like Harry would have been it, able to do it, right? It, without some it. trick, without some magic or some trick, yeah. Harry yeah. couldn't just walk up there, shove his name in the cup, right? Yes. You know? So Ron yeah. should have basically tried to say, like, you know, it wasn't as simple as him just walking up there and sticking his name in it, like... I guess Ron should have given him maybe a little bit more like, Oh, how'd you do that? You know? So, uh, but, uh, yeah, yeah, no, it's, it's, it's a great, great movie. I mean, I, I love seeing the characters again. Uh, good old Lucius Malfoy, you know, he's just, yeah. I love that whole end scene. He's such a little, he's such a little weasel. He's such a little, uh, kiss, kiss your boots, kiss your, uh, Oh yeah. Kiss Voldemort's boots. Now that his master's back. Yeah, that's right. Yeah. Yeah, and that uh, was, that the only thing really well too done. in this, we don't get a lot of Snape. You know, we we get a we'll get a lot of them in the Half Blood Prince, of course. Yeah, but uh, there's there's not much Snape in in this in this, and I don't remember if there was much more I, in the book or not. I, I was going to say, I don't think he has a huge role in the book. No, I don't, I don't think, think he, so either. I think he's pretty, other than the Dark Mark is getting darker, and him and uh, Kakarot. Yeah, you know, they're 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 they have more interaction in the book. Than they do in the movie, mm-hmm. um, but that's really yeah, that's all Snape is really there for is to yeah is, you know, yeah he's got a little bit of a that... scene in the movie where where he's uh, Harry Potter's there and he's accusing Harry of stealing the gillyweed and other things from his uh, his little yeah. stash of uh, herbs and things, but uh, yeah. yeah, but there's yeah, and the, you know they don't even mention uh, Hagrid uh, uh, Hagrid being half giant. In yeah, this, they don't in, come in out and mention it. I guess in the, book, it's, in the book, there's a whole scene with the kids hiding in the hedge. Yeah, and they hear, uh, Madame Maxine yeah. and Hagrid, talk, you know, talking. Yeah, yeah, but no, um, it's, there's it's, no mention of that. It's a lot of fun. This is a, it's definitely a fun book, a fun movie. I mean, some bad things happen, of course, and you know, and oh, uh, yeah, Voldemort's back. That's Voldemort's back, and uh, I, I do like the fact that even even though you know Harry could kind of. Sort of, somewhat hold his own against Voldemort, mm-hmm. even though I mean he's kind of outmatched, but he's still, you know, he, he doesn't just completely go down or anything like that and have to be like, you know, really rescued per se. I mean, his parents obviously come in and, and help him, but yeah, but it's not, you know, he still he still doesn't he still tries, right? He isn't just like he, oh no, he does he yeah. definitely doesn't yeah because remember he has a whole little speech to himself how he's not going to be. 
killed yes. lying down. He's going to die on his feet. And, yeah, you know, yeah, yeah. Especially since yeah, he gets thing. up and they and and they the whole wand zappy zappy thing at each other. Yeah, priority know. incantatum. Yes. Yeah. What happens? Yeah. Yes. No. It's it's really good, and I like that we get some other things back in here. There's a little moaning myrtle. There's a little polyjuice yep. potion. Uh, yep. there, there's other, you know, little nods. Yeah, yeah. We learn some new things. The port key stuff is fun. Uh, the, um, you know, even the Rita Skeeter stuff, I think is kind of interesting. And, mm-hmm. uh, you know, that they've always had that ongoing thing through the Harry Potter books and movies about the, you know, the news, right? What, what's in the mm-hmm. news and Harry Potter is obviously a very, uh, famous person. So it's, yeah. it, it makes sense that he's being sort of followed and, and the news is sort of manipulating things a bit, and uh, and, and I like I like the fact that we get a little bit of that here going on. So uh, yeah, yeah. Anything else? I agree. Anything else we want to say before we wrap it up? Or no, uh, I, I mean yeah. I, I I love the Harry Potter series, and I think this was a, a a good attempt at taking that large book and making a movie. You know, one a single movie out of it. I think they did a good job. Uh, they did let things fall. You know, a few things here and there, but like I said, nothing was so detrimental that I didn't enjoy the movie. Mm-hmm. Um, yep. But if you haven't read the book, definitely read the books because the books, yep. they just, they were just more, they round out the characters better yep. than the movies did. I think this one um, also is a fairly, I, th- I think after this book too, and this back, this book in the movie, mm-hmm. I, I think this is a lot of, there's a lot of kind of, I, I don't know if this is the best word to use, but there's a lot of flash in this book and movie in other words the big tournament and the contest and stuff mm-hmm. but, but after this the, the things get much more deep and intense right mm-hmm. and there's much more things going on behind the scenes it's not so out in the public eye yeah. uh among the wizards and things and things go this is sort of the last hurrah almost in a way to me like and then things really get serious like after well, the next super... book is all internal yes like harry's struggle Yes, you know, for like half that book, he's struggling. Just yeah, and I and I think in a him. way that that it, it becomes after this a little bit even harder to sort of portray some of that in a movie, right? Yes, then then here internal. like oh we have a scene where you know there's some dragons and we have a scene with yeah. some underwater people and and there you know yeah. here we have a scene where he's it. seeing his memories <laughs> of the past and. And, yeah. you know, you got to there's a lot of information you're trying to get people to, to see and know. But yeah. with, without a book, it's it's harder. So, uh, yes. And I and I yeah. like them and I love them a lot. But uh, oh, yeah, but th- this is kind of like the big and, and it, you know, a big hurrah kind of a moment. Yeah. That's why I wish they almost would have said, oh, yeah, yeah, you won the tournament, Harry. Like it would have <laughs> just been fine. Even a one second scene where, you know, like Dumbledore comes into Harry Dumbledore. Harry's like yeah. room with a big bag of money right or whatever and he sets it down and 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 harry's like oh what's that oh well you did win the tournament harry and here you go (laughs) it's like you know and uh you know that that in the book in the book do you remember who he gives the money to i can't remember is it to the weasleys well i I thought i thought in your notes it's uh yeah it, it it's um no i don't i don't know i don't think they say no yeah i can't remember because i know in the book it is mentioned on what he does with the money um, but I can't remember who he gives it to. He gives it to a good cause. I know that. I'm sure. It, well, but, he doesn't really, you know, he, you know, Harry doesn't need a lot of money anyway. He doesn't need it, yeah. Basically. Yeah. So, uh, 
All right. Well, Kenny, uh, I think this was really good. I'm glad we're awesome. back doing this. Uh, yeah, we'll, we'll have to, get do... to uh, order of the Phoenix soon. Yeah. Yeah. A few months. We'll do that one and we'll cool. keep, keep working through them. And, uh, it's, uh, yeah, I, uh, I, I miss uh, I miss this universe a, a ton. <laughs> I, yeah. It's, um, did you read the what was it the they they turned it into sort of a book the play? Oh, the cursed child. Yeah. Yeah. The cursed child. Yep. Did you you read that? Did oh you... yeah, we'll be able to talk about that too. Yeah, yeah. The um, did you ever? And that that's a play, right? It's that... a screenplay. Yeah. 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 It definitely reads like a screenplay. It's totally different. Doesn't feel like the books. Yeah. Yeah, it's it's if you if you're not used to it, it's very difficult to read. Yeah, I'm sure it's a lot different yeah. than, than reading a regular novel. So uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. I'll have to check it out sometime. I kept meaning Definitely to pick, check it, out, pick yeah. it out, pick it up. I just haven't. We, but... we got to record a few more movie reviews, and then you can do the book. So yeah, you got, yeah. You got sure. probably a good six seven months before you need to read yeah, that. Yeah, I'm sure. Well, thanks so much, Kenny. Thanks for <laughs> thank uh, you for having me. It was for, a lot of fun. Always always good to to do another one of these and. And just hang on the line, and uh, I'll uh, stop the recording here in a second. Sounds but everyone uh, out there listening, yeah, thanks so much. Uh, check out Harry Potter again. It's always there sitting on your shelf maybe. Or, or like we said, if, you're, if you are somebody maybe that's just checked out the movies, you know, check out the books sometimes. There's a lot of, uh, a lot of cool new versions of the books out there I know, mm-hmm. illustrated versions. And they, they, they seem to keep putting out you know, new and improved stuff, audio books. Every anniversary. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> is that what it is? Every, every, yes. Uh, like yeah. five years and then ten years and then yeah yeah it's a great it's a great uh, a great uh, and and now you know one one last tiny little tangent I'll say is uh, if you want you know Harry Potter for for grownups watch the magicians <laughs> but oh, I don't even I know if that that's series. a good comparison are you watching that are oh you, yeah I knew I you were watching it but one. are you watching the uh, the new season yet oh yeah just watched episode three last night oh man that show is this season is really dark and yeah out yeah there. the last yeah. half of season one and the beginning of this one is just yeah it's pretty it's definitely, intense yeah. i don't know if i would even say harry potter for adults i know that's what they're touting it as i know i don't really i that's why i said it's, it's not really magic it's not really a good comparison at all there's no. there's schools of magic and people yeah. who are adults doing magic but beyond that that's the only that's the <laughs> that's only comparison it. <laughs> uh, it, it's it's really different but uh, yeah. but it's interesting too and uh and I like it, although it's it's pretty intense these days. Yeah. So, uh, yeah. Well, everyone, yeah. thanks for listening. Uh, we'll talk to you again soon. Uh, thanks again, Kenny. Say bye. Thank you. <laughs> bye. <Bye-bye. laughs>